Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls. I hope that you had a beautiful weekend. This week, I'm going to be connecting with many women that were interested in joining my Sacred Rhythm Mentorship Program on scholarship for Black Friday. And I want to just say that if you wanted to join or if you've never heard of this program before, um, if you are at all interested in working with an astrological mentor, then please know that enrollment will be opening again in 2020. And I'll be sharing more about that with you when it comes around. But I'm really looking forward to connecting with the women who did take the leap over this weekend and are gonna be talking with me this week through our discovery calls about this program. And we're gonna begin Sacred Rhythm on Monday, December 9th. So for those of you that weren't interested per se in joining Sacred Rhythm because you're not necessarily looking to dive super deep and have coaching for six months and mentorship with astrology, but you are interested in having a reading with me, I am going to be offering a Cyber Monday deal that I'm going to be allowing for this whole week of December 2nd through the 8th. So if you go to my website, starryalignment.com slash sacred and use the code cybermoonday, all one word, that code will be in the description of this episode. If you use cybermoonday as a coupon on my website at starryalignment.com slash readings, you will save an extra $10 on any reading with me. So I'll be offering my readings at the lowest rate I've literally ever offered since I opened my business. Um, that'll be $30 for 30 minute readings or $60 for 60 minute readings. And this offering is only available this week only for Cyber Monday. So I look forward to many of you that take advantage of this deal. I have been loving working with clients now that I have a little bit more time in my schedule, having gone from a daily to a weekly setup in my production schedule. So if you do want a reading, I I would definitely recommend taking advantage of the sale so that we can meet in December or early 2020. So without further ado, let's get into the horoscope. This horoscope is for the week of December 2nd through the 8th of 2019. And I want to just mention before diving into all of the aspects that if you are listening on my podcast, you can listen on YouTube and get the visuals as well for this weekly horoscope. The audio is available on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else that you can listen to podcasts and the visuals are available on YouTube. So wherever you're listening, feel free to leave a comment, leave a review, subscribe, like, share, all the things, it really helps. And if you're watching on YouTube, I hope you enjoy these visuals. Right, so on Monday, the moon will be in the sign of Aquarius in its waxing crescent phase. So it will be brightening in its light from the recent new moon in Sagittarius. And during this waxing crescent phase, it is a time of planning. It is the yin phase, the first yin phase of the moon cycle. And during this phase, it is a time where we are receiving. And through that receiving, we can plan and we can allow ourselves to grow little by little by the inspiration that's coming in. So with the moon in Aquarius, the fixed earth sign that is ruled by Saturn, on Monday, we're likely to be in a very intellectual state of mind, one that is detached and focused on categorizing things or creating more structure to our mental construct, to our language, to our thoughts, to what is 
passing through space in a way that we can't see, right? Air is something that we can't see, we can't feel, but we know that it is there. So Aquarius has this energy of being aware of the bigger picture and the way in which all things are connected. And Aquarius also has a connection to group consciousness and humanitarianism. So there will be likely this focus on networking and developing and deepening relationships, especially since the moon is ruled in this sign by Saturn, which is in Capricorn. And we also have Venus in Capricorn right now. And Venus is also going to be conjunct the South Node perfectly on Monday, which will likely have us being really aware of certain relationship dynamics and indulgent behaviors or habits that might need to come to an end. The South Node is this point where the energy is releasing, it is letting go, it is our connection to the past. So some things might need to be let go into the past. They might, we might need to turn a new leaf and start something new while integrating the lessons that we've learned from the past. Um, or there might be this inspiration that's coming from the past. There might be certain people or ideas or um, initiatives that you were very inspired about in terms of how you're making money or the projects that you're working on or even the relationships that you're finding yourself committed to. So on Monday, there is this energy of recommitment or letting go in terms of relationships, projects, and money. And some, some talents from the past uh, and clarity in regards to how to bring those talents from the past into the current might be showing up as well. On Monday, we're also gonna have the moon in a square to Mercury first thing in the morning at around 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. So let's see. So if we tick back a few hours on the on the screen here at around 7.30, we're going to have Mercury squaring the moon perfectly. And this energy can be a little bit tense. Mercury rules the mind and our communication, our thoughts, and the moon, our emotions, and the way that we are responding to our external environment. And this square can have us feeling intense first thing in the morning when we're waking up, especially in regards to things that are beyond our control. We may need to have patience and to focus on what we are grateful for instead of thinking the worst or feeling impatient. Think about what you can take action on today and to aim your attention on that. It may benefit to do some research or some sort of analysis today since the moon in Aquarius is really great at categorizing and helping us to feel through all of the details that um, are relevant to where we are right now. Um, there might be some parts of the plan that you want to get down on paper and the square for Mercury can help motivate that. It can help to ease anxiety and tension by creating some outlet for it, by creating a, a way to do that research since Mercury in Scorpio is an energy that loves to go deep, loves to penetrate below the surface, loves to see the shadow and to transform things that need that sort of healing. So this is the last week that we're gonna have Mercury in Scorpio. So notice if this week you are connecting to people or even having experiences in your own communication that is healing situations that um, you know, you've been needing to be more courageous about or you've been needing to feel more fearless with. You might be interacting with others or challenging yourself to move through situations that require a warrior-like but also soft mentality. So after the moon squares Mercury perfectly on Monday, the moon will go void, of course, all day long. And when the moon is void, it means that it's not applying to an aspect to any other planet in the sky. Once this square to Mercury perfects and um, we are the, the moon is moved far enough 
let's see, we could see the moon moving to 21 degrees. That means that it's not applying to Mercury. It's moving away from Mercury. And as the energy moves away, it is thought to be separating and less intense. And when a planet is moving towards another planet in its aspect, then the energy is thought to be building. So there are no other aspects for the moon to make on Monday after this. So there is this energy of inertia in terms of our emotional drive to be connecting with others in particular ways. So when the moon is void, it's a good time to rest. It's a good time to rejuvenate your energy and to detach in some way and to see the bigger picture, especially since we have the moon in Aquarius. On Monday, we're also going to be experiencing the shift of Jupiter into the sign of Capricorn. And this is going to happen at 1.20 p.m. Eastern Time. And with this, we are definitely going to be experiencing a whole new lesson around Jupiter's qualities and expression now that Jupiter is moving out of his home sign of Sagittarius and into Capricorn, where he becomes a lot more restricted, a lot more concerned with boundaries and practicality than the energy has been over the last year. So Jupiter and Sagittarius had us exploring our beliefs, our, our philosophy, our spirituality, our faith on such a profound level. Jupiter is at home in the sign of Sagittarius. And when we have planets at home, it helps us to embody the certain qualities of that planet in a way that feels very easy, very, um, you know, flowing and, and accessible to us. And it's not that Jupiter's qualities are not going to be accessible to Capricorn, but Jupiter will be under the rulership now of Saturn because we have Saturn ruling the sign of Capricorn and Saturn is also at home in this sign. So for the last year, we've been expanding our understanding of the bigger picture and we've been exploring new territory we've been taking advantage of new ideas expansive ideas and we have been really going on an adventure of some kind wherever we have sagittarius in our chart we've been exploring how we can really embody that on a whole new level and now that we have jupiter moving into capricorn everything that we've been getting that expansion with and all of the realizations that we've been having and even uh, openness around our faith. Now that we have this transition, it's an opportunity for us to bring those bigger picture concepts and realizations down to earth in some way and to take those explorations and start to become more structured with them, more grounded and more practical. And this might even look like becoming optimistic around the structure itself, allowing some expansion around the structure that you have been implementing. So I think there'll be this combination of somehow becoming more trusting in what we know and what we believe and the wisdom that we carry and becoming more structured with it, but also loosening the reins and allowing ourselves to really uh, go with the flow or really allow ourselves to recognize our bigness, recognize our capacity for being the authority, for being the executive, for having a, for a firm footing of things. So it's going to be a very interesting transition now that we have Jupiter in the sign of Capricorn and um, wherever you have Capricorn in your chart, there is going to be this balancing and this readjusting with Jupiter now coming into this realm. Uh, I should say too that Jupiter in Capricorn is going to have us motivated by opportunities that give us status and an achievement. Uh, Capricorn is all about climbing to the top of the mountain. And now, especially this month, when we have the stellium of Venus and Jupiter and Saturn and the South Node and Pluto and soon to be the sun once we get into later December and into January, 
there is this uh, energy, this building up of Capricornian concepts and Capricorn loves to build and to achieve and to climb. And so this energy of of, of status and, and acquiring some sort of recognition for achievement will be coming, you know, in strong. And you can think about it in terms of just like the general flow of things in society. We're moving into a whole new decade in one month. And with that, I think there is this, this, this deep calling within all of us of like, how, what do I want to achieve? How am I going to become big in my own world? What is the status that I want to carry? And I think that Jupiter is speaking to this even more. And we're, we're getting even more of that um, desire for 2020 to be a big year for us because of Jupiter's presence in Capricorn. On Tuesday, the moon will move into the sign of Pisces at around 2 o'clock in the morning. So we'll wake up on Tuesday with the moon in its waxing crescent phase still. And there'll be this energy of what do I need and how can I continue to plan accordingly so that I can really bring my new moon intentions to life. And because we have the moon in Pisces, it is this energy of connecting to our dreams, connecting to the need to almost relax into the creative things that we are moving towards, becoming fluid in our creations and in our relations as part of the theme for the next few days. And if you're watching here on YouTube, you can see that there's going to be this grand water trine and kite on Tuesday. So we're going to have the moon trining the north node in cancer uh, and also trining mars in scorpio on tuesday and and then there also will be the moon sextiling jupiter newly in capricorn the moon sextiling uranus uh, mercury is going to be sextiling pluto perfectly venus and mars are going to be sextiling perfectly and um there is a lot going on on Tuesday to talk about. So when we first look at this and we see this, this grand water kite, it makes me really think about how there's this potential for faded interactions to be happening on Tuesday with the moons trying to the North Node and Mars at home. And it's building in this, this conjunction to Neptune and Pisces. And with the moon also sextiling Jupiter uh, while Venus is also sextiling Mars in Scorpio, there is this energy of like these faded connections, things relating to our future being activated, things related to our personal passion being activated. And there's this natural flowing of our emotional needs being cultivated and called upon and, and somehow connected to on this day on Tuesday and we may be inspired by some innovative opportunities with the moon sextiling Uranus and Jupiter newly in Capricorn as of the day before and there may be this drive to get more organized or more structured than previously you know that we were before and we may be craving some sort of adventure and some spontaneity on Tuesday as well um, as the moon sextiles Jupiter at around 3 a.m. and then sextiles Uranus at around 9 a.m. on Tuesday. Mercury will perfectly sextile Pluto at around 12.30 in the morning on Tuesday, so pretty much Monday night. And with this energy being so intense, both Monday and Tuesday, there may be some conversations or some thoughts that bring about some transformation um, and even mental breakthroughs. Uh, Venus is sextile to Mars, which will perfect at around 10.47 a.m. Eastern Time, will uncover these dream potentials and relationships that will last a very long time and that will be very enduring. And I think that there is this element of dreaminess to the, the connections that are coming through because we have the moon in Pisces building in a conjunction with Neptune. Venus is also on that south node point and Mars is at home 
in Scorpio. So the sextile is very harmonious with Venus being on the south node. There is this potential for thoughts of the past or some sort of regressive behavior or some sort of regressive relationships showing up in a way that is actually positive, in a way that can actually help us bring something from the past or some sort of um, shadow into the light so that there is some healing going on in our relationships, that there is some spontaneity that is very refreshing and help us to see things in a different way. The moon's trying to Mars will motivate us to go after our dreams and to explore how we can fuse more magic and expressiveness into our lives. And it will motivate us to be in the energy of tribe with the addition of the North Node in Cancer and this trine going on. Um, Self-care and personal discovery will be a central point of motivation. So that trine to Mars will come around at around 10 p.m. Eastern time perfectly. And then at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will perfectly sextile Venus. So this is giving us a really nice opportunity on Tuesday night to celebrate in some way or to relax and to spend time with loved ones. This aspect of the sextiling between Venus and Mars and the moon to Venus is very romantic, very pleasurable. Um, it's a great energy for creating art, for movement, for connecting with the earth. And overnight, the moon is going to square the sun. So there is this excitement that will be building up. There is this sort of adventure and creativity since the moon, I'm sorry, the sun is in Sagittarius. So there is this desire to want to be experiencing something different and something that kind of lifts our spirits and helps us to see the optimism in wherever we are. So on Tuesday night, you may be feeling very activated, very inspired, very um, harmonious in some way and activated by the potential for it putting your plan into action once we come to the first quarter phase on Wednesday. On Wednesday, the moon will square the sun perfectly at around 2 a.m. Eastern time, bringing us to that first quarter phase of the moon, which is the second yang phase of the moon cycle. And this is when we are feeling the spunk and the inspiration to really start to implement our plans and to bring our intentions and our visions to life through our action. And since the sun is in Sagittarius, it will infuse some enthusiasm into our desire to learn or to teach something new in some way. Its ruler is Jupiter, who is now in the sign of Capricorn. So there may be some inspiration to bring some structure or some dedication to our understanding of how to make our growth happen. With the moon in Pisces, there will be this flowing energy that is sort of propelling us forward and we'll be inspired to really trust our intuition by not forcing by not pushing but just going with what feels good letting ourselves release where we need to create this emotional and even physical space for new things to come in at around 10 20 in the morning Eastern time on Wednesday, the moon will conjunct uh, Neptune perfectly. And this will be a lesson in that trusting of our intuition and knowing that it's safe to relax and seeing the beauty in the moment. Wednesday morning, it'll be really helpful to give yourself some extra time to get going in the morning or to just be prepared to let yourself sleep in because this energy is very sleepy, it's very slow going, and um, it definitely helps to give yourself the space to get things moving. By the afternoon though, we're gonna have the moon perfectly sextiling Saturn, and by the evening, Pluto. So between this uh, energy of the moon sextiling these two archetypes, it will help us take practical actions towards our creative, artistic, and spiritual pursuits. It may be a long day where your tolerance and endurance is needed, 
but you may find that you are motivated to work at things and stay focused. It may be a serious day of some kind where you're having to make some serious decisions or you know stay focused on something that's important to you, but your willingness to persevere through things and to maintain that flow, to maintain that trust will definitely pay off. And you may feel the emotional intensities of things really pick up into the evening when the moon sextiles Pluto because this, this energy of Pluto is very dark and deep. Pluto is the ruler of the underworld in our Greek mythology. And so this connection with Pluto will be an invitation for us to listen to our inner truth and to let go of fearful attachments that disrupt the harmony that exists within the moment and to find peace in allowing the potential for transformation and compassion. So Wednesday night, just give yourself, you know, the, the space and the time to listen to that inner truth. By really late in the evening on Wednesday or really Thursday morning at 3.15 a.m., the moon is going to perfectly trine Mercury in Scorpio. So this overnight trine from the moon to Mercury will be having us feeling very mentally sharp on Wednesday night and we'll be thinking very clearly, we'll be receiving messages and having some intense insight coming through. So you may feel receptive, assertive in your choices or your words or your conviction. You may be, you may be feeling more alert. And it's a good night to work on things that need your focus and your drive since we do have the energy of the moon, you know, being connected to Mercury and also the also Mars still, even though this, this trine from the North Node and, and Mars is separating, there is still that like grand water energy that's coming through and Mars's drive and willpower and inspiration is part of the equation as well. On Thursday, the moon will be void, of course, all day until about 2.45 p.m. Eastern time after its early morning trine to Mercury at around 3 a.m. So Thursday is another great day to recuperate your energy, to go slow, to rest, to sleep in, to handle things on your own that don't require too much of someone else's input or feedback or immediate action. Um, it's a good day to work on things that you know allow you to be creative, allow you to connect to your spiritual intuition since we're going to have the moon void in Pisces. At 2.45 p.m. Eastern Time, the moon will move into the sign of Aries. And once we have the moon in Aries, we're definitely going to feel this sudden shift in energy. We'll feel probably more energetic. We'll probably be very interested in doing things in a dynamic fashion. We'll be ready to take on new opportunities and get things started that have been needing that extra spark of ambition. We will also be in that first quarter square energy, that first quarter square phase as well, which will help us to really get things moving once we come out of that void period. And by about 4 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will perfectly square Jupiter in Capricorn for the first time since we have Jupiter now in this sign. And this may really just like dig up this desire to do something out of the box, something that aligns with your beliefs and your philosophy, and to help you ground those beliefs and your philosophy into some sort of structure or reality or a shift in the way that you are taking action. And you may be inspired to connect with the teacher or to students since Jupiter is the archetype of learning and of the guru. So the square aspect often gives us this propelling energy towards something. It's a choice of yes or no. It's a uh, turning point. So you may be drawn to opportunities that relate to learning 
especially in ways that will help you become more structured with the things that you're trying to take action on or that you feel kind of light a spark within you. And we'll need to be mindful of not moving too quickly. We'll need to be mindful of our expectations and our temptations with this square from the moon to Jupiter. And knowing that when we have an end goal and we know what our clear path is, that that can really help with our decision making. We're going to have the moon conjunct Chiron as well at around 5 p.m. on Thursday. So there is some potential for Thursday, especially at around 4 and into the evening for some sort of emotional healing, for some sort of catharsis and trusting in that higher source and having a, a shift in our faith with this energy of Jupiter involved. So be sure to take care of yourself on Thursday and to pay attention for the opportunity to be a source of healing for others as well. As we move through the rest of the week, uh, the sun is going to be building towards a square to Neptune, which I'm going to talk about later on in this forecast. But just keep in mind that especially towards the end of the week, we're really going to be starting to feel this sun square Neptune energy. On Friday, the moon will be in the sign of Aries, so we will be definitely very drawn to new projects, new initiatives. Aries is the cardinal fire sign, so it's like that match lighting, and it is it is the beginning of a new chapter. Regardless of the moon phase, we do get this this spark of intuition and and curiosity within us to light things up and to get things moving. So especially since we're going to be in this first quarter phase, I think that we're going to be moving towards our goals with some element of speed. And um, at around six o'clock at night on Friday, the moon is going to perfectly square Venus. And so since Venus is the planet of our relationships, our money, our projects, our passions, and squares are ruled by Mars, which can create separation and tension. Um, it can also be activating. There may be some sensitivity around our relationships. There may be a feeling to um, connect with others in a way that is very intense. Um, and then there might be some repelling that you're feeling. So allow there to be space in your intimate relationships if that feels natural. And definitely exercise some patience um, because sometimes tension tends to build in our relationships and um, the, it's an opportunity for things to kind of shift and turn a bit. So we're going to be feeling that on Friday night and there'll also be the moon trining the sun perfectly by about 8 p.m. Eastern time. And this energy is very uplifting. It will definitely help us tap into a sense of optimism and seeing the bigger picture because we have the sun in Sagittarius. Um, it will definitely help us to tap into a sense of gratitude and even adventure in some way on Friday. Um, so look for that. And by the way, way, way late evening at around 4 a.m. on Saturday morning, we're going to have the moon perfectly square Saturn. So by the time we get to Friday evening, it may feel like this week is coming to a very serious close. As we come into the weekend, there may be certain things that you feel are blocking your growth or your path. And there may be some responsibilities that are top of mind on Friday night, but everything that's meant to come and um, be a part of your life will come with a perfect, imperfect time in the perfect way. So especially when you remain dedicated to your path and you surpass challenges, then everything will fall into place as it's supposed to. So if by the end of the week, you're feeling serious, you're feeling in some way, you know, blocked or um, even motivated by overcoming an obstacle. Just just stay focused on the end goal. Stay focused on um, even the positivity, the positive outlook of things and everything will work out. And if there's any advice I would say, you know, for this is that uh, we can overcome 
whatever we put our minds to. We can um, really gain a lot of traction through our own belief in ourselves and discipline. So there might be some, some of that realization coming through by the end of this week. On Saturday, we're going to still have the moon in Aries, and it's likely to be a day where we're feeling emotionally intense about something, especially something that we're eager to get started because overnight we're gonna have that square from the moon to Saturn, and at around 10 a.m. Eastern time, the moon in Aries will perfectly square Pluto. So again, Pluto is that planet of the underworld of our connection to shame and darkness and transformation and healing. So this square from the moon to Pluto in the morning at around 10 a.m. will likely have us needing to face some truth about the shifts that we're experiencing by the end of the week. And some of these shifts are coming from Jupiter moving into Sagittarius. And the fact that it's, you know, the first week of December and we're coming to the close of this last decade. So there may be some things that you're needing to let go of or to, to heal in some way so that you can move forward with more confidence, with less baggage. So let go of anything that you can't control on Saturday morning and know that any tension that you're feeling will absolutely subside. After we have this square from the moon to Pluto, the moon will go void, of course, for the rest of the day on Saturday. So this is another window this week to really allow space for you to rest, to regroup, to go after things that would benefit from your spark of initiative because we are going to have the moon void in Aries. By this time, Mercury will be out of his shadow phase. And this is basically meaning that when Mercury turned retrograde on October 31st of this year, he was at 26 degrees, I believe, of, of Scorpio. So let's see, one day, yeah, 26 degrees of Scorpio. And that is when Mercury began to go and turn backward in our sky. So now that Mercury is at 27 degrees when we hit Saturday, December 7th, we will be out of that degree zone where Mercury was doing his retrograde dance and thus out of the energy of integrating all of that, um, all of the lessons that were meant to come through for us with that retrograde dance. So I would look to where you have uh, Scorpio in your chart and in that place is where Mercury was helping you to rethink things, to reestablish some sort of understanding about yourself in that realm of life. And now that we're moving out of Mercury's shadow of that retrograde, there is this uh, releasing of whatever lesson we, you were trying to learn or integrate. Um, on Sunday, I'm sorry, on Saturday night, we will have the sun's square to Neptune perfect at 4 a.m. So this sun square to Neptune is a very potent aspect that is this balance and this activation of creativity coming about and also some delusion that we're having to sort through. So spiritual matters and practical matters uh, exploration and and seeing beyond the realms that you know we could even comprehend uh, seeing seeing the interwoven web of life and reality um, there is this you know surfing through time and trying to understand uh, where we're being called to go next even if it is so foreign, so unknown, so um, cosmically called that it's not clear to us right now. So this is a time where you may feel a little bit lost and unsure about why you're being drawn to certain situations, people or opportunities. And this might bring up situations that feel like they're too good to be true. Like my dreams are here for me and I am being called to a direction that really connects to my, you know, drive for artistic expression. Um, 
I am feeling so inspired by in my intuition, but there's also this like needing to discern, you know, what's true and what is not. So this is a great time to really allow yourself to reflect or to move forward with things that you've been dreaming about and to just do so in a way that is patient, that is um, mindful and um, aware of any sort of making choices to escape or to, um, to avoid some sort of real concrete reality. You really wanna make sure you're doing things um, in a way that's gonna help you in a concrete sense. Um, of course, a lot of spiritual matters, a lot of um, opportunities that you know are hard to grasp, that are more you know risky, are um, something that is more difficult to feel in the material sense. But do your best to um, take your time with things if you can, think things through, be mindful of your substance use and the desire to escape use meditation, be with nature, and listen to the stillness um, that is here for us and to the inspiration that's coming from this higher realm. Neptune is an outer planet. We can't see Neptune with our own eye from Earth and he's a planet that's thought to rule generational impact. So squares are often this energy of um, separation, activation, tension. So um, those are, you know, two polarities. We can either be activated to go towards something or we can feel separate from it. So there may be some rebirthing going on around dreaming, dreams or what you thought uh, was the dream. What is uh, the standard for uh, how you can connect to that dream? Well, it might be changing this week um, as we move through this sun square Neptune energy. And again, using tools like meditation or just simply breathing and being with nature to feel into that stillness can really help you connect to what might be coming through to you or for you with this energy. All right, so on Sunday, the moon will move into the sign of Taurus at around 2.30 in the morning. And this is the moon's sign of exaltation. So when we have the moon in the sign, it is very grounding. It helps us connect to rhythmic energy. It helps us get into routines and to focus our energy on what is truly most nourishing. So this is a sign where the moon loves to be. And ironically enough, this is now the sign where the moon sort of gets this shakeup of routine because we have Uranus in this sign. So before we talk about the conjunction of the moon and Uranus, which will happen on Sunday, I first wanna point out that the moon is going to perfectly trine Jupiter at around 5 a.m. on Sunday. Eastern time and so this will have us waking up feeling quite optimistic inspired by our own wisdom in some sort of structured way and we may want to make practical use of our philosophy of our beliefs and to connect with God and to expand our faith in some way Jupiter is also going to be in a perfect square to Chiron on Sunday so there will be this feeling to call on expanding the way in which we've been taking action. There may be this healing that we're having to move through in terms of how we've been taking action and whether or not the actions that we're taking are backed by our own belief or by beliefs that we've inherited or that beliefs that are not ours or that you know we've been subscribing to that we need to let go of that we need to separate from that we need to heal so i think that this energy from uh jupiter squaring chiron and the moon squaring jupiter there will be sort of releasing of stories that have been keeping us feeling wounded have been keeping us feeling shy have been keeping us from really activating our own potential and allowing us to create a structure and a rhythm that can really inspire us and by about 8 30 in the morning on sunday eastern time 
the moon will perfectly conjunct Uranus. So um, Jupiter and Uranus are also building in this trine. So there is this like building up of some sort of um, revolutionary change that's coming about. And with the moon conjunct Uranus on Sunday, there may be an unexpected flow change in the way that your day goes. The flow, the rhythm, um, even the sense of nourishment that you receive may be coming from some different source and getting organized and um, doing things in a way that help you to uh, feel like you're getting your footing, feel like you are becoming more grounded and more trusting in the process will likely come about. And of course, we are going to be feeling the sun uh, squaring Neptune that will happen at around 4 a.m. on Sunday. So meditating throughout the day on Sunday can be a really great way to kind of integrate all of these aspects that we're going to be feeling. Uh, Venus is going to be perfectly sextiling Neptune at around 5 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. So the desire to escape may be very strong. Um, romance and having plans that help you to sort of explore and be in an energy that is romantic will be very helpful. Connecting to fantastical, whimsical, and artistic realms um, will also be very nice. Having the chance to relax um, and connect with people in a way that is very intimate and allows for the relationships or the opportunities or the ideas that you're working on to be developed in a slow and steady and deep fashion. Um, we may want to see the world with rose-colored glasses on Sunday, um, but we're also going to have this feeling that there is like hard work that is needing to be picked up on you know in the week to come so i think that with venus so closely conjunct to saturn um sunday will be a really good day to kind of recuperate your energy and to do something romantic do something indulgent um, and know that as we come into the week ahead with venus getting closer and closer to saturn there may be some serious decisions or just business work that needs to be you know worked on but all of that which we're doing hopefully is very enjoyable uh, because Venus does bring that infusion of pleasure into whatever we're doing. Capricorn and Saturn uh, relates to our work and so hopefully whatever it is that you are putting into place this week will be supporting your, your love for your work and your flow in that process. So this will also be the last day of Mercury and Scorpio on Sunday. We're going to have Mercury move into Sagittarius, the sign of its detriment, on Monday, December 9th. So with the last day of Mercury and Scorpio and Venus ruling the last decan of Scorpio, investigative thinking, uh, being attracted to the taboo, the occult, magic may be something that you know, really comes through on Sunday. There might be this fixation on relating and developing a connection to resources that really support you uh, on Sunday. And consider what you can fix in terms of your thinking and communication and allow for that healing to take place um, as a result of us healing and kind of closing up the cycle with Mercury in Scorpio. Hello beautiful souls, I just wanted to come in here and give you one more reminder that this week I am doing a week-long Cyber Monday special. You can go to my website staralignment.com readings to get your reading at the lowest price I have literally ever offered since I started as an astrologer because I am really excited to be connecting with more of you now that I have switched from daily to weekly. I definitely have more time in my schedule to be connecting with all of you beautiful souls out there. So if you've been wanting a reading with me, you can now save an extra $10 on any of my readings that are currently listed with holiday pricing. So 
You can get a 30-minute reading for just $30 with me. I have readings such as the Dynamic Relating Reading for Relationships, Informed Guardian if you're interested in looking at a chart for your child, and I have my Transit Checkup readings that help you to understand where the transits are in your chart and how you can connect with them within a quick 30-minute overview. I also offer 60-minute readings. Um, one is for a Time Lord analysis to know the ruler, ruling planet of your chart for this year and what aspects are most important to pay attention to. Um, I also have an empowerment reading that helps you understand your birth chart and where the transits are happening in your chart as well. So those 60-minute readings are available this week only with my Cyber Monday coupon for $60. So all you need to do is go to staryalignment.com readings, use the code CYBERMOONDAY, the code is in the description of this episode, and you will save $10 on my current holiday reading sale. So I hope you enjoy, and I look forward to all of you that decide to book a reading during this super Cyber Monday sale. It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is Jara, which means success, patience, and the harvest. And I think that this rune came up because we do have Jupiter now in the sign of Capricorn. And I think this energy is teaching us that going slow and enjoying the process and having patience is so important to the actual harvesting of what it is that we're working on in this life. And when we do this, we promise our success because we don't skip a beat. We don't rush things before they're ready. The harvest is that much more fruitful when we are mindful of things as they are slowly building up. So take this into consideration this week as you move forward with your new moon intentions. Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating on iTunes, like this video if you're watching on YouTube, share on social media and tag me. All of these ways of showing your love on social media is so greatly appreciated. It helps me and this community be connected in so many different ways on and offline. So I thank you for being here and for sharing your love in various ways. And also, if you're interested in getting a reading with me, don't forget that this week we have a Cyber Monday special. Go to StarryAlignment.com readings. Use the code CYBERMOONDAY. Get $10 off my already super holiday special readings and I so look forward to connecting with you there. May you live in alignment now and always.